Thank you so much for tuning in to another edition of the Stripe Show podcast. It is Froggy Wednesdays, and we are right smack dab in the middle of Open Championship Week. And you know what? Nobody better to talk to than somebody who has won an Open Championship and knows all about it. Ladies and gentlemen, I introduce to you 17-time PGA Tour winner, 1995 Open Championship, John Daly. John, thank you so much for your time, man. Oh, you got it. So, uh, you know, you really were the very first one to introduce distance on the PGA Tour. I feel like um, that it was kind of a game of, of all about accuracy and just hit it in the fairway and get it up close to the green and wedge it on. And you storm onto the scene and absolutely blow the field away. Is that something that had you been working on distance? Did, did you think that was going to be your way onto the tour? I never really <clears throat> thought it was. You know, I was really all that long until I got to college, well, high school. You know, it was like, you know, I was longer than everybody. And then the college, you know, I, I go in Arkansas, you know, we had a very, very long golf team. And that's when it, it started kind of getting a rumor around. And then when I did finally get my card, got on tour, you know, I was like the, me and Freddie Couples and Davis Love were about the only three that really, you know, were kind of the bombers at that time right and now now there's like 80 of them 100 of them out there <laughs> yeah i mean and I mean, now it, it has really become a, a distance game and, and i know bryson's doing the things that he's doing but i feel like bryson's more like the modern day john daly he's he's doing things that you did a long time ago yeah i i didn't try to be it was luckily it was natural for me um <clears throat> I think for Bryson, it, it, there's a lot of naturals to it too, but he's, he's really scientific. You know, he's got a lot of scientific behind what he thinks and how he plays. Right. But it's still awesome to watch. Oh, it is. It's fun to watch somebody, you know, anytime you go to a golf tournament, it's always fun to see how far somebody can hit it. I mean, when you go to, I mean, to me, it's a little bit of what's launched top golf is that it's fun to go there with your buddies have a couple of beers, grab something to eat, and then just go pound balls on the driving range. It's it's it, but but yet you you did it to a point where you can win. Yeah, I mean it was like, and then I you know when I was with Pinnacle there for a while with Tylus, um, they wanted me to do them. They sponsored the Remax Long Drive Championship, and I hit six balls in the grid, but I wasn't with a hundred yards of the long hitter. Wow. <laughs> you know that's insane. Um, those guys were pumping it out there 410, 420, 430. I'm hitting 350, 360, and I'm getting smashed by 100 yards. But I was more of a, you know, I worked on my short game most of my life. And I knew those guys are so good with their short game. That's the only way you can win. I mean, and you, there's a lot of guys out there that, that don't hit it that far that do win. I mean, it's amazing. Yeah. I mean, Zach Johnson's got two majors to his credit, also has a uh, open championship win. And, He's not a yeah. guy of length, but yet he can get up and down around the greens all day long. Yeah, and that's what they all are doing, you know. Uh, it helps with Bryson's done if you hit it straight. Right. Kepka, Dustin Johnson, all of them. I mean, Rami is real long as well. So, I mean, when you're hit, when they're hitting it straight, it makes it a lot of, it's a hell of a lot easier trying to hit an L wedge or a sandwich into, into the greens than it is, you know, sixes and sevens and fives. Right. Did anybody ever try and shorten your swing, John? Did anybody say, hey, if you shorten it down some, you'd be, in, instead of being wild off the tee, but yet you'd lose distance? Did you Did you ever venture into that mode? Well, I mean, uh, getting recruited in college, one coach, Coach Clayton, was in Texas, said you'll never make it 
if you don't shorten your swing, I said, oh, doesn't look like I'm going to Texas then. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you. Exactly. I wonder, I wonder, I wonder how he felt when you, uh, when, when you were winning majors after your 17 tour wins and in, in 1991, you sneak up as an alternate, by the way, and win the PGA championship. And then in 95, I guess he changed his tune. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of guys like Fuzzy was like really, me and him are real close. And he told me, if you don't learn a three-quarter shot, you won't win majors. And um, I'll never forget Honda, the Honda Classic. We went out and I hit like 700 eight irons. <laughs> he said, I want you to hit him 100 yards, 120, 130, 50, 60, 200. You know, my eight iron was stocked at 200 back then. Wow. And and he sat there, had his drinks, his smokes, and I hit like I don't know how many bags until he thought I, I did it right. And he really helped me probably more than anybody because that's what helped me definitely win the, the British because you've got to be able to play in the wind and hit some pretty – be creative and hit some pretty cool shots, some different shots than what you normally would on most majors. He's a fuzzy zeller really – played a part in helping you learn how to play the golf course. Yeah. I just learned to hit three quarter shots. Cause he says, you'll never, you'll never, uh, win a British open. If you don't, where do you stand John on the Brooks Bryson dust up, whatever you want to call this is going on. Where do you stand on this? I, I think they're just, I mean, uh, I don't know. Cause I love both of them. I, they're both been very, very nice to me when I talk to him. So, I, it's almost to a point where it's funny. I mean, <laughs> and no disrespect to either one of them, but um, I, I don't know if they're just, if it's just they're doing it for fun and they're having beers late, late night or going out to dinner and just laughing at it. Or right. it just doesn't look like they, it just, it, it looks like they don't like each other, but it also looks like, I think, I think they're buddies. It's a little um, bit of WWE feeling almost. Yeah. It, it's like, they're just competitors. And, they want to beat the shit out of each other. That's, that's the bottom line. And, and they're both in Bryce's, I don't know, Brooks, he can pound. He hits it a mile. So does uh, Bryson. So you got two guys that are great for the game of golf. And, and hopefully one day, if they don't like each other, hopefully one day that they can kind of somewhat become cordial and cause they're going to get paired together a lot. You know, you bring up a good point in there that, they do look like they do want to beat the shit out of each other. And I agree with you on that. Do you think that golf has maybe become a little bit too friendly where all these guys hang out together and they do all this stuff together on social media and there's not the big rivalry. Does golf need that to survive? Uh, it looks like golf's just doing great Froggy. I mean, my God, that the guys are pounding it. The people want to see how far they hit it, but they also, you know, they, there's so many of them that can play so great now. You know, there's 146, 156 guys each week that can win. And fans are different. I mean, fans are going to follow someone that they love and someone that they're going to be loyal to. And um, there's always, you know, the Jack and the Arnold Palmer right. stuff was unbelievable. Um, but golf is so good now. It would it be probably better if there was? Yeah. But. It seems to be doing pretty dang good right now. Yeah, the the talent level right now, and I know every every uh, you know generation seems to think that their generation is the best, but it really feels like the talent pool right now is so deep because anybody can win at any given time. It's incredible how good these guys are. It's it's unbelievable. Um, but the cool thing is, is if you look back, you're not really in case somebody gets real or hot. You're not really seeing anybody just break four day records anymore. 
Um, you're seeing some rounds that are being broken, 58s and 59s being shot. Um, but you're not seeing 30 under par winning golf tournaments or 25 under par winning golf tournaments. So in, in that aspect, it hasn't changed that much, except that there's so many guys that can shoot that those low numbers. DraftKings Sportsbook is not only my favorite sportsbook, but also America's top-rated sportsbook. I love using DraftKings Sportsbook. It is easy to navigate, has plenty of instructions for new bettors, and nearly limitless ways to get in on all the action. My friends and family have been loving DraftKings Sportsbook, and I know you will too. Listen to this great offer. Place a pre-round tournament wager of $1 on any golf outcome to be eligible to cash $50 in free credits if any golfer sinks a birdie. That's 50 to 1 odds on any golfer sinking a birdie during this weekend's tournament. 50 to 1 odds on an offer like this doesn't come around often. So sign up for DraftKings Sportsbook now to get in on all of the action. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code TRAVIS when you sign up to turn $1 into $50 in free credits if any golfer sinks a birdie during this week and that's code travis to turn one dollar into fifty dollars in free credits for a limited time only at DraftKings sportsbook must be 21 or older new jersey indiana or pennsylvania only new customers only winnings paid out inside credit restrictions apply see draftkings.com slash sportsbook for details gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER or in indiana 1-800-9-WITH-IT do you think guys are hitting it too far do you think this just the distance is a problem or do you think it's great for the game I think it's great for the fans. I just feel bad for the golf courses that, you know, it only costs two cents to make a golf ball and you're spending millions and millions of dollars on golf courses, you know, that members are getting assessed and everything that, you know, they're building bigger tee boxes, uh, longer holes. I mean, it just, uh, it, it's, it's, it, I feel bad for the golf courses yeah. because, you know, they, it's costing, costs a lot more to build a tee box than it does build a golf ball. <laughs> Exactly right. You know what I mean? You played a lot with Tiger and, and you've seen the Tiger effect on golf courses and the game and everything else. Tiger really completely changed our sport and, and just a huge shot in the arm to it. It would be great to see Tiger play again, but tell us maybe just one of your favorite Tiger stories through all the years. Cause I know you and Tiger spent a lot of time together. Well, I think it's just, it's funny. We were at Memorial one time and I let him ponder on this. I was going off early, like first or second round at Jack's tournament. He come walking out of the locker room and I was going to the putting green. And I had a clear bill. He goes, Hey JD, I go, Hey BM, what's up? And I just kept walking, like, you know, and I let him ponder on it for about six or seven years. Finally at Valhalla at the uh, PGA championship in 2014, his back was out and I would just got through and I said, You all right? He goes, Yeah, man, but I, I got it. Well, what is this BM? I said, you don't really, you still haven't figured that out. No. And I go, you are the black Messiah, man. <laughs> <laughs> did he like that? He did, right? Oh, he laughed his ass off. He thought it was so funny. But he says, man, I've been on our list for six years. Every time I see you call me that, you never would tell me what it is. So. I thought I felt sorry for him because his back was hurt a little bit. I, I said, I, I won't let you ponder on it anymore. <laughs> wow. That's unbelievable. He, you know, he really did revolutionize our game at a time that it could not have been better. 
And it's funny how he goes away. And golf does well. Golf is in a good spot, like you said. However, anytime Tiger Woods comes back, it, it just exponentially changes. He he is the needle, not just moving the needle. Uh, he is. He's uh, he's not the longest. He never really was the longest. He's just he's like Nicholas, mentally probably mentally tougher than any golfer I've ever seen besides Jack Nicholas. I mean, nothing. He, he just he's not scared. He's not scared to to go low. That's for sure. But. He's so mentally tough that he beats you with his mind. Right. What do you make of all the withdrawals that we're seeing from this year's Open with all the guys that are withdrawing, whether it's for travel restrictions? Some of it doesn't make a lot of sense. Like, I know Bubba says he was vaccinated and then he had some close contact and now he can't travel and he can't go. And I mean, it's just it's unfortunate how many people are having a withdrawal this year. And I just I couldn't tell this COVID thing. It's 100 percent with my health issues. I mean, I'm I'm gonna kind of stay in America because um, I I want to play so bad, but I'm I'm still having to use a card. I can't walk a golf course yet. I'm praying that I'll be able to by St Andrews next year. Um, but it, it, I think people are just want to be safe. I right. mean, I saw some of them that guys got got COVID recently, and um. I, I can't blame them. I mean, it's a long way to go, and it's not, in my opinion, one of the better golf courses for a British Open. It's a good one, but it's not one that just sticks out that people talk about all the time, like they do St. Andrews or used to Turnberry or right. Carnoustie and all those. So um, I think it's just people just trying to be safe. They're just being safe, and having to wear a mask that long is tough. Right. Now, do you make a a point to try and get over and play Anytime the open is at St. Andrews, just because that's where you're defending champion. No, I just love the course, but yeah, I mean, if there's any time I can, if I'm anywhere close, if I got to crawl next year to play it, I'll do it. Cause it, it's just the course that I love over there. I love Carnoustie. I've just never played it. Well, uh, Turnberry, I thought we were going to go back there, but, um, the RNA fickle about Trump, who I love to death, but since Trump and Tom Watson's told everybody, he went and played it and said, it's, probably the best golf course in Scotland now. Wow. <laughs> but I, I can't blame the guys. You know, it, it's it, it, it got to be safe. And, you know, I don't want to get quarantined over in a country that I know a lot of people, but I, it's not home. Not another country. Right. No, I agree with you 100%. And when you speak, speaking of your health, John, how is your health doing? Uh, well, no, October 23rd, I go back in to see if it's still benign, the cancer, but I'm battling the diabetes. I'm trying to stay at two and I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not having a luck losing the weight that I need to lose. And I haven't slowed down. So I need to, I've slowed down a little dokes and stuff is way down. Right. But, uh, no, nah, it's just, it's just, I'm old. <laughs> we get old and I'm pretty decent on 12 holes, 13 holes, last four holes. I'm just getting tired. Right. A lot. It is tough. Are you still playing much? I know, obviously, we watch the PNC, Father, Son, and to watch you play with Little John is something special. But are you are you able to play much golf? Yeah, yeah, I'm playing. I'm playing Barbasol this week, so I'm headed to Lexington right now. Oh, nice. I'm going to play there. I play Reno, and I'll play about four or five more senior events this year, and then definitely the Father, Son. Rapsodo Mobile Launch Monitor. Improve your golf swing today. Pro-level launch data in the palm of your hand. It is very accurate within 2% of a $20,000 unit. The Rapsodo MLM app automatically tracks stats 
and stores video with Shot Tracer, helpful for club gapping and understanding true distances for each club. Rapsodo MLM provides immediate feedback, data, and creates a better practice environment, not mindlessly hitting balls. Extremely portable. Case is about the size of a rangefinder. And you know what? You can use it both indoors and outdoors. I love this launch monitor. It's the Rapsodo mobile launch monitor. Check it out at rapsodo.com. R-A-P-S-O-D-O.com. Rapsodo.com. Yeah, I love to watch you and little John play. How is how is little John's game going? He's going to Arkansas, right? Yeah, he's going to Arkansas and he's uh he's getting all fired up and ready to go to college. He's loving it. <laughs> yeah, I bet he is. He'll have a good time at Arkansas and obviously uh he hits the long way. Do you work with him on his game or does he have a swing instructor that you have work with him? Yeah, he, he just uses his coaches, but sometimes, you know, the coach will call me and say, Hey, he's hitting it left a little bit too much and said, just tell him to finish. It's not, not simple things like finish his back swing or move the ball back a little or something like it always is. Yeah, it is. That's what's crazy and about then, our sport is it's always something simple. Yeah. And then the, then little John said, Hey, you're not going to believe coach help me. <laughs> and you know what's funny Which is he's got, I've got a, he's, I've, he's got good coaches though i've got an 18 year old son too and i can tell him something all day long but yet somebody else tells him he thinks it's the gospel i tell him and it's dad you don't know what you're talking about oh yeah oh yeah that's just part of our lives we have to live live it, through i guess but <laughs> it is well john i really appreciate your time in cannot thank you enough and and uh, good luck to you with uh with your health and everything going on and good luck at the barbasol this week they got a pretty good field this week yeah, they should. I mean, it should be pretty strong. I mean, people just want to stay home right now and play. Yeah, oh, I agree a hundred percent. Now, do you get a now? Can you use a card in that event? Yes. Yeah, that's good. Well, I really appreciate your time, man. We're a big fan here. We wish nothing but the best for you, and thank you so much for being a part of the podcast. You got it, Froggy. Take care, buddy. Thank you, John. Have a good one, man. Bye. Travel safe. Bye bye. So there you go. John Daly on the Stripe Show podcast does not do a lot of podcasts, but you know what? He was nice enough to do ours. So thank you, John. Thank you for your time. But, you know, too often we really, really focus on all the majors, and that's where all the talk is this week is all around the Open Championship. But, yes, uh, as Daly said, he is on his way to Kentucky to play in the Barbasol. And they got a pretty good field, too. Yeah, they got uh, Chris Baker, who we had last week here on the Stripe Show podcast playing this week, John Daly. Uh, former PGA champion Jason Duffner in the field, Chesson Hadley, uh, Russell Knox, who's been here on the Stripe Show before, and Masters, former Masters champion Charles Schwarzer will be in the field as well. Keen Trace in Kentucky, the Barbasol playing this week alongside the Open Championship. And so much talk around everybody who's in the field and guys who aren't in the field that it seems like every day we get another withdrawal. So let's go over the list of guys that have withdrawn so far this year from the Open Championship. Masters champion, Hideki Matsuyama, Sung J.M., Kevin Na, Matt Wolf, Siwoo Kim, Bubba Watson, K.H. Lee, Zach Johnson just withdrew this morning, Ryan Moore, Danny Lee, Louis DeYager, and David Duvall. Now, some people have withdrawn uh, because of COVID symptoms. Some people have withdrawn because they have tested positive. Some people because of close contact and others because they just don't want to take that chance, whatever it is, whether it's traveling or they don't want to go through all the protocols. So we are having a lot of withdrawals. However, there is a lot of um, there's a ton of good players in the field this week. Right now, the odds on favorite at a seven to one is John Rahm. We got Bryson DeChambeau second at a 14 to one. Dustin Johnson in third, 15 to one. Rory McIlroy fourth at 16 to one. 
and Xander Shoffley at 16 to 1 as well, along with Brooks Kepkes. That rounds out your top six. Then we got Justin Thomas, Jordan Spieth, Louis Ustazen, uh, who is an open champion, and Shane Lowry, who is the defending open champion because we didn't get an open championship last year. So it should be a good week. Once again, huge thanks to John Daly for coming on the podcast. Really appreciate his time. And here we go, the final major of 2021. Who will we get as our fourth champion so far? We got Matsuyama won the Masters. Phil Mickelson wins the PGA at Kiowa. And then we got John Rahm as the U.S. Open champion. So we'll have our fourth and final major champion of the 2021 season. Then we'll move back here to the States, uh, the 3M in Minnesota. Then the Olympics, believe it or not, July 29th through August 1st. The Barracuda after that. Then the WGC FedEx in Minnesota, FedEx St. Jude. The Wyndham Championship and then the FedEx Cup playoffs start. The Northern Trust, the BMW, and the Tour Championship in Atlanta. We have got a lot of really good golf left in a short amount of time. But you know what? I'm ready for it, and I know you are too. So thank you so much for tuning in to the Stripe Show podcast and Froggy Wednesdays. Once again, a huge thank you to John Daly. I know he does not do a lot of podcasts, but he took his time on his way to the Barbasol Championship to do this one, and we Really appreciate it. We'll see you here next week. Don't forget, tomorrow is the coaches edition. Be here with Travis on the Stripe Show podcast. Thank you so much. I just want to interrupt this interview real quick and give a shout out to my friends over at Encore Golf. Encore provides some of the most cutting edge technology in a golf ball that I have ever seen. Their team in Buffalo, New York is changing the script of golf technology through their perimeter weighted designs, which offer players enhanced accuracy and control for every shot on the course with their award-winning elixir and avant 55 golf balls they are transforming the game for players of all skill levels visit encoregolf.com backslash travis fulton for more details about their products that are revolutionizing the game now back to the stripe show